Recorded in the studios at Mad Sky and Associates at 125 West Sunbridge Drive in Fayetteville. Produced by Brian Dean, it is time for the fastest hour in high school sports. This is the Ox and Oz Show. And now, here's your host, Mr. Jeff Oxford and Coach Randy Osnes. Hey, I want to welcome everybody to the Ox and Oz Show. I'm Jeff Oxford, as usual, joined by the living legend. Coach Randy Osnes. Coach, how you doing, man? Oh, you are so awesome. So kind. How about you? I don't know what's going on, but I didn't pay you enough for that. But God bless you. How you doing, Brian? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing well. Well, we couldn't tell it by the way it's been going the first 30 minutes we've been here. Apparently, you know, they're just putting way too much on Brian's plate these days. He's, like, stressed out, isn't he? Uh, just, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just, I don't know what his problem is. You know, I mean, there's state tournaments going on. I mean, he, he's taken up for a couple different classes. I mean, yeah. he has to deal with, uh, you know, a baseball coach is upset because he's not calling his, his game from the PA. I mean, you know, a lot of things going on with Brian Dean these days. He's taking classes? Is he taking? He is taking classes. Are you taking classes? He's taking over classes. <laughs> I'm taking over classes. That's what it is. I, I apologize. Oh, I'm taking like, over classes and I'm taking my wife with her classes. Like ballerina and hey, here's the deal. You can come out and call any of our games. You can just jump in there with Greg Squirrel. You guys tag team it up top. That'd be a lot of fun. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Yep. Hey, coach. Speaking of that, hey, congratulations, man. You you cannot win. Start the season off two and zero without winning your first one. Big game last night. It was a lot night. of fun. It was a lot of fun. We played Harbor last night, and the uh, kids played really well. Uh, you know, a little, little tight to start out with. Of course, both teams were. I mean, that's the first game of the season. And uh, just happened to turn to my right when I was in third base coaching boxing. And, and, Brian, guess who I saw on the first row, second seat next to the dugout? First row, second seat. King's row. King's, King's row. row. How's that? Uh, I'm going to guess Jeff Oxford. How about that? Yeah, he was giving signals Man. back to me. You know, nothing, really? nothing like somebody in the stands hey, giving me a signal. <laughs> Here's the deal. I have been there for two innings, and I stole everybody's signs. <laughs> he, was, he was giving me signals. He, he, and, he and Jack Gorley both. God bless them. Yep. Have a good time. I was giving the take, man. It was a 3-0 count. You got to take. You got to take. It was a good and time. Yes. Just two fingers flying, right? we got to give take. <laughs> we won 8-1. Boys won uh, last night against uh, Heritage in their tournament that they're playing in. Actually, they're playing again tonight. Uh, supposed to start time for the baseball team. It's supposed to be 8 o'clock tonight, but I believe it's probably going to be closer to 9. Uh, they're in that tournament that, that goes on into the end of the weekend. Coming, mm -hmm. I believe going down to Little Rock. Little Rock, Little Rock or Stuttgart, depending on if they win or lose tonight. Yeah. So. Well, hey, here's the deal. Yesterday, opening day, and coach, when's the last time for opening day you, you was out there in 65 degree weather? Oh, so nice. We, you know, we actually, the reason that, that we moved the game to Monday night was because tonight, Tuesday, it was supposed to uh, rain and be miserable. And then, of course, you know, today was a nice day too, but boy, how about the weather? Yeah. I mean, we've been used to rain, 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 and, and now all of a sudden we've got some good weather, and uh, it's really a good time, good night for. For baseball and softball. You know what we won't hear tonight, Jeff? What's that? About that indoor. Oh, yeah. See, hey, he's I been able to get in. outside. Yeah, yeah I'm so, so tired. So Softball should be played outside. Yeah. We shouldn't be inside. We shouldn't need yeah. a wiffle ball and a wiffle ball bat. I'm the godfather of softball. <laughs> <laughs> we should be outside. What, what in the world? Where did that yeah. come from? Yeah. Godfather. I, that's I, that's I, something. I'm dude. so sick and tired of hearing yeah. it, too. Yeah, huh? here, we, here we go. <laughs> This is going to be fun tonight, isn't it? Hey, you're the one hey, that started. We got a great show tonight. <laughs> we, we do. We got we got we got a special guest coming on, uh, Shield Knight. For uh, she's going to come on. She's she's on the bowling team, cross country. I think she just track. does everything at Rogers yeah, Heritage as well. Does Brian everything. So we're going to have her on tonight, and we're going to talk a little bit about the indoor 
uh, state championship in track. And we'll let's see, we got state tournaments and basketball starting tonight. A little baseball, softball. Coach, hey, we got to get after, man. We got we got busy. an hour, so let's, let's get, go ahead and get busy, into it. So, busy time of the year. Coach, let's start with track. Start with track. The, uh, the 1A through 4A state indoor track meet was this weekend. And, boys, let me tell you, uh, you know, Pea Ridge girls uh, take the indoor uh, this year. Blakely Wynn at Pea Ridge, just phenomenal athlete. You know, we all know that, uh, you know, She's going to get an education due to what she can do in track. Uh, she led those girls this week. Uh, you know, they, they win the two, or excuse me, they're second in the 200, but Blakely Wynn comes in there and, and wins the 60 hurdles. Uh, she finished the second in the long jump. You know, you just read down through here all the accomplishments that P. Ridge had in that day. It was a big day. Uh, another young man from Farmington uh, did a great job. Uh, you know, we, we talk about him going to A State and everything else. You know, we, we get the pole vault. And you have Trey South from Farmington who clears 16 feet personal best is what Brian told that me earlier. Correct. That's a long ways up there, Coach. Oh, can you imagine? I mean, I can't even imagine. I, I see those guys do that all the time. And the only thing I can think of is that bad boy just snapping on me halfway <laughs> up. You know, you see all those follies that you pull up and so on. But, you know, he loves doing it. Very talented. You know, A-State's getting not only a great athlete but a great Coach, I don't man. mean this bad. So, like we said last week, with the utmost respect. Here we go. You couldn't pole vault what people high jump. Well, I don't know about that. I'm telling you, Coach, I remember your athletic ability. My athletic prowess. Well, there you well, go. Well, first of all, if he was pole vaulting, he would have been doing it inside Jim of the gym. Yeah. Yeah. That's like from, like <laughs> yeah. from the second yeah. episode yeah. we did here with this podcast, yeah. folks. Yeah, well, that's right. You'd be, And we'd be holding up numbers. So you would score like a seven. <laughs> Team scores in the boys, the uh, Nashville wins 95. Dequeen yeah. ended up with 83 points. Croswick comes in third with 64. P. Ridge, 61. Uh, Farmington boys and Gentry tied at 30. For the girls in the 4A, let me work down here to where we're at. Team scores, P. Ridge, 118 and a half. Uh, Valley View comes in second with 83. Gravit comes in third with 43. Farmington in there with 37 and a half. And then Duquesne comes in fifth with 83. So 4A schools, a lot of them from around this area. Yep. Yeah. And did a great job. A lot of kids in here that, uh, you know, were, did a great job as far as individual. But once again, P. Rich girls, phenomenal indoor track team. Uh, you know, you will see them again later in the season also outdoor track. Great, great track programs in northwest Arkansas. You know, it's Everybody knows Federal's track capital of the world. So, no you know, doubt. just like the Razorbacks go and win the SEC indoors and the women and the men's this last weekend. So, a lot of good track. Um, Coach, have you have you been to an indoor track meet? I have. It's been quite a while back. But, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy it. I mean, it's a lot of fun. You're sitting there right on top of everything. And, uh, you know, it's a lot going on. Yeah. And, and they don't waste a lot of time. I mean, there's something just making you. And those track meets, if they rent off well, there's something going all the time, and, and boys, it's a lot of fun to watch. It's uh, it's entertaining, and we see a lot of great athletes. So there's no doubt. Well, hey, we'll take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll start talking about basketball and the state state tournaments and uh, the 6A and the 5A and the 4A. Sounds great. Make sure to stay tuned to the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. Everyone knows that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. So if you're in need of a jump start to your day, swing on by Bradley's Donuts at 56 Yukon Way, Suite Number 6 in Farmington. Bradley's is open Monday through Thursday from 5 a.m. to 12 p.m. and Friday through Sunday from 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. 
At Bradley's we have all that you can want from donuts, kolaches, breakfast sandwiches and burritos, to coffee, smoothies, sodas and much more. Swing on by Bradley's Donuts for your breakfast or midday snack needs and let them know that the Ox and Oz podcast sent you. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. I want to welcome everybody back, Ox and Oz Show. Coach, hey, a lot of good information there on the on the state indoor track meet. But you know what this week is, Coach? It's all about hoops. All about hoops, Coach. You know, got the 4A state tournament happening right over here at Cardinal Arena. Um, you know, first off, I want to congratulate all the teams in the 4A, uh, let's see, 3A, 2A, 1A, all them teams that won their regions and uh, all those teams that placed in the top four and got to move on to state. Uh, Coach, but let's go ahead and let's start with the 4A. You're going to start with 4A, you're going to start with 6A. Oh, whatever, whichever one, I don't I've care. I've got 6A boys up here. I mean, they're going to be at Bryant this week. Uh, you know, Harbor gets a bye, Northside gets a bye, North Little Rock gets a bye, and so does Fayetteville. Uh, Central is going to host uh, Benville West, um, Rogers and Cabot. Of course, respectively, they get Harbor and Northside in the second round. Uh, Bentonville will be playing Conway. Uh, they'll have North Little Rock in the second round. Bryant and Van Buren, the winner of that one, comes out and gets Fayetteville. There'll be some good games right there, Coach. Oh, hey, you know, when you get to this time of the year, yeah. you know, anything can happen, and it usually does, especially on a couple of those games where you think, hey, this is this is no-brainer. Yeah. Going into the girls' side of things, uh, you know, once again, we're going to be at Bryant High School. Uh, North Little Rock will be playing Rogers Heritage. Uh, winner of that will get, you know, the winner of one up here, up on the hill, Bentonville. Now, there's a team right there. Yes. I mean, Hallmeyer's done a really good job with that bunch. So very, very talented. You know, that's – then you have come on down, you got Harbor going to play Mount St. Mary Academy. Winner of that's going to get Conway. Move on down the bracket, Rogers and Bryant. A winner will get Northside. And then, of course, Cabot and Van Buren. Winner of that will go take on Fable. So, I mean, you know, just with the top four seeds, you, know, you have Benville, Conway, Northside, and Fable. 
Is there anybody out of the rest of this, Ox, that you think can come through and maybe on the girls' side, maybe have an upset in the 6A? Well, you know, that, that I think the 6A girls is extremely top-heavy. But I'll tell you this, Brian's got athletes. Conway, you know Conway got athletes. Oh, yes. You know, so that Bentonville, I'm, I, I don't want to go ahead and say Bentonville's going to win their first game and Conway's going to win their first game. Coach, them semifinal games, if oh. they go as predicted. Well, you know, if you get the opportunity to see Bentonville-Conway, maybe, maybe if it is Northside Fable. And then, of course, you know, the matchup there in the state championship yeah. game. I, I think all three of us sitting here tonight, you know, we, we kind of think it's going to be Northside and Bentonville. Coach, if, you, if, you, if it does come true that Northside plays federal, Coach, there will be seven girls on that court that are ranked in the top 100 in their respective age groups in the nation in recruiting. That's, that's phenomenal. That is definitely phenomenal. Moving on to 5A, Russellville. That actually started today, Ox. Uh, I, I was unaware of that. I didn't know that started. I thought they all started tomorrow. No, I mean, we've got uh, – and I thought I read something or heard something earlier about maybe some of them starting today. Mm-hmm. Five, you know, Russellville and Jonesboro. Jonesboro wins that game 67-58. Uh, all this is happening at Russellville High School. So, Russellville is bouncing the first round. Was, I mean, we may have to look that and make sure because Jonesboro is, is a four seed. Russellville was a one seed. So, I mean, let's, let's, let's fact check that real quick. That's, that's pretty wild. Mom L. Lake Hamilton. Uh, West Memphis is going to take on BB. Sheridan will take on Sylvan Hills. Uh, and then uh, today you had Hot Springs and Parkview, it says 3-3. And then Marion and Bologna. Uh, Jacksonville and Little Rock Fair will play tomorrow. Uh, Little Rock Christian Academy and Green County Tech. That is the first round games in 5A hosted there at Russellville High School, and that's on the boys' side. On the girls' side, 5A, we have... Bologna, Mountain Home, and there again, uh, they're showing Mountain Home. <coughs> Dale Leonard, uh, you know, the four four seed coming out of that was was Dale Leonard really a four seed? Well, I think there was a tie. There was, was a that? tie, and then so then you start going to point okay. points, and so um, I think he actually finished third in the conference. We're going to have to get him on afterwards and and talk about this, but uh, you know, sometimes those tiebreakers in, in basketball, man, they can. You almost have to be a rocket scientist to figure oh, them out. There's so many rules within the conference rules yeah. that, you know. But anyway, Mountain, Mountain Home, Wednesday, 49-43 over Valonia. So they move on to playing on Thursday at 7 p.m. They'll get the winner of Watson Chapel and Hot yeah, Springs. Now, so, so now, Dell entered. They was a four seed. Valonia. Right. Valonia. was a one seed. That's same, right. The same yeah. thing happened on the boys' yeah. side. I mean, you know, you – uh, you know, Russellville was upset. You know, Valonia so. come into this, uh, I think they were ranked third in the state, Coach. So Wow. You know, it's like we said, four. anything so, can happen. That's you right. Know, this time of the year, it's one game. Jonesboro did beat Russellville 67-50. So all these games were taking place yeah. today. So you're moving on down the bracket. Nettleton's going to take on Alma. Uh, Alma's uh, the east one, and Alma comes – excuse me, Nettleton's east one. Alma comes out as the west four. Uh, and then on the other side of the bracket, Lakeside <laughs> and Sylvan Hills. Uh, moving on down the bracket, Lake Hamilton will take on Parkview. West Memphis will play Little Rock Christian Academy. And Jacksonville will play Sheridan. And then Greenwood and Jonesboro. So that rounds out the girls in the in the 5A. And then, of course, the one that we're all very familiar with in the 4A, which is going to be hosted, like you said, just right down the road here at Farmington in the arena. 
You know, Ozark's going to get a buy. Uh, Mills is going to get a buy. Magnolia will get a buy, and so will Pottsville on the boys' side. Uh, Ozark's waiting to see who the winner of Canada Fairview and East End will be. They play tomorrow at 2.30. Uh, Mills University Studies will wait to await the winner of Morrillton Nashville. Well, how about that game right there? There'll be some athletes oh. right there, Coach. And then Magnolia. Uh, they'll be awaiting Blyville Dardanelle. Same thing with Pottsville. They're, they're looking forward to seeing who they're going to play uh, when Monticello and Brooklyn take on each other. So that's the boys' side, Ox. I mean, there's a lot of really good games in that. I mean, that's uh, – you know, some folks that we don't normally get the opportunity to see That's right. up here in this area. So. And, Coach, when you when you look at that, when you look at the region last last week, I don't think there was a team, a boys team out of our conference that made it out of the region. No. no you know, so that that is uh, one through four that come out out of the region down down in the river. The river Valley. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Did you do five eight girls a while ago, too? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Mount, Mount Home beat Valonia, who was a uh, Valonia was a one seed. Mount Home was a four seed, and Mount Home beat Valonia 49-43. Right, that's right. a big win for Coach Leonard. Yeah, that is. Well, like you said, we need to get Dale back on here and talk yeah. a little bit about. Of course, I'm sure he's riding high right now, and uh, he's looking forward to that next round. We get him on here, you wouldn't be able to understand him. Not, not tonight. Yeah, not tonight. <laughs> He'd be pretty excited yeah. tonight. So here at Farmington, uh, Farmington has a bye. Batesville girls has a bye, which, uh, you know, that was a semifinal last year. Uh, Star City and Harrison both have a bye. So Farmington will await the winner of Crossit and Pocahontas. Um, moving on down, P. Ridge and Mina will play and have the right to play Batesville. Southside will be playing Ozark, and Star City will get the winner of that game. Nashville and PA uh, will play at 1 p.m. on Thursday. And, and play Harrison. The winner of that game will play Harrison. Coach, there'll be some there'll be some really good ball games right there. Yes. Um, when you look at 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 Star City's undefeated, um, Farming Farmington going going to you know I don't know who they're going who's going to win that game. I'm I think that's a toss up. Cross it, cross yeah. it, Pocahontas. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but well, it's just like this P Ridge Mina game. I mean, you know, P. Ridge played the other night without Blakely win. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a totally different bunch without Blakely. Well, here's what I'm hoping. Of course, you know, I'm rooting for the Redbirds, but I'm hoping. I want P. Ridge to win that game. Sure we do. And then, and then yeah. I want to see Batesville and P. Ridge play. You know, I want to see Farmington, Farmington get through. There's a lot of good teams, man. Um, I've said this several times. I told, I told a person this today. The best basketball team, the best basketball team, doesn't always win the state tournament. You know, it's sort of like uh, you don't know which officials you're going to draw. And for those of y'all that, that, that don't travel the state or don't don't get to down south to see that style of basketball, it's not so much that the the offense they run or the defense they play, pretty much everybody plays man-to-man defense with a few trick zones, but it's the way the ball game's called, Coach. And so the physicality of the game's different. So if you get an official up here that says, hey, no hand checks, you know, you can't put nothing on, on nobody, Coach, that can affect that, – that can turn out outcome of a game pretty quick. No, there's no doubt. No doubt. I mean, you, you take – like you said, like you take a team that's just used to being very physical and, and then all of a sudden you have to come up and play, you know, where we have somebody that's going to call – we call ticky-tack fouls. Yeah. It's going to be rough on you. Here's the hardest thing it's going <coughs> to be for all these kids. It doesn't matter if it's a guy or girl – Think back, Coach. Think think back to when you was a sophomore in high school and you go out there and you're getting ready to play in the state playoffs. 
Uh, let's see. Let's uh, let's go your junior year. I think I think where, where was that? Dardanelle or, or Danville? Uh, Danville. Danville. And uh, you know, it's a whole total different feeling when you're a junior and you go out there on a win or go home game. When you're a junior, you want to win, but in the back of your mind, I've got next year. Well, you know, the thing of it is, is, is every team right now knows it's one and done. You know, and, and that puts a little added pressure yeah. on you. But what so. I'm saying, Coach, if you're a senior, oh, yeah. it's a yeah. whole different level. Oh, it is. It is. You know, I mean, you see, i seen things last week on Twitter. You know, hey, tonight my, my child took their last bus ride oh, yeah. to a away game. You know, you start counting the last down. As an athlete, you can't do that, Coach. No. You walk into the locker room, you don't sit there and you think, this is the last time I come in here in a pregame. This is my last halftime. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. That's true. You know, and so it's hard. And if you got to get through that first game, you get through that first game, and, you you know, things can be a whole lot different. Could you imagine the way that this, this bracket is? Let's say that Pea Ridge beats Mina then beats Batesville, and then turns around and Farmington wins, we could have Pea Ridge game number five on the season, and we could have in the finals Harrison and Farmington game number four on the season. Well, let me, I'll, I'll, I'm going to tell you this. There's there's two teams that are going to have a lot to say on that. Baseball's a very good team. Yeah, there's They're no doubt. They're very good. Star City, regardless of how tough their conference is or, or not, it is very hard in basketball to go undefeated. You're right. You can't win 27 games and and be an average team. Right. You know. So I think that this this is a bracket, the 4A bracket. I think there's legitimately six teams in there that could win it. Um, I do think that there's three that's head and shoulders above the rest. So who? who uh, let me ask you this then: Who are your six teams that you think legitimately could win it? Uh, well. Let's start with Farmington. Okay. I think Batesville can win it. Okay. Star City can win it. Harrison can win it. Harrison mm-hmm. Harrison's young. Harrison can win it. I'm telling you, Coach, the best team don't always win it. I, I agree. You I know? agree with that. And and then, and I, I, I'll tell you, I mean, I'm, I've already gone on to another bracket, but I can go back to it. But, you know, it's just like you take somebody like a Crossetter or a Pocahontas that's coming out of this, and, and if you get hot at the right time, anything can happen. I mean, we see that in all sports. Right. But, I mean, there it is right there. I, Cross and Pocahontas. Uh, you know, the top four seeds, you know, with Farmington, Baseville, Star City, Star City, and Harrison. I agree with you on three of those. Yeah. Okay. Um, Here, here's, here's two teams that, that I think have a, have a chance just because this team has proven that it can go through and put a good run together in a tournament situation. Are they the best team? No, they're not. But Ozark, Ozark put a run together just to get into the tournament. You know, right. but if I'm going to go to those teams that's playing on the first day that I think has a, has a, Reasonably good chance to win, boys. You can't count out Plastic Academy. So, so you're going to count out Southside. I'm just telling you. To ask me. No, I know, I know. And the yeah. only reason why I bring that up is because Southside and Batesville have played three times this year, so far. Southside has beaten Batesville. The only, the rubber match came in the in, in the. Um, Tournament in the tournament yep. where yep. where Batesville yep. won by I think it was four points, mm-hmm. something like that. So, I mean, when you look at all twelve of these teams, you can see every game going either direction. 
Sorry, Coach, go ahead, man. No, boys, I, I like the conversation. I think that's the way the conversation should be on all these on all these brackets. Um, I do want to move on here because we have, you know, one other local team playing, uh, you know, in 3A. Uh, we'll run through the brackets here real quick, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about Elkins. But Rivercrest and Jesseville played earlier today. Uh, this is boys, 3A, being played at Charleston. Uh, Rivercrest, Rivercrest wins 88-79. Elkins. <laughs> there we go. We've already got commercials rolling tonight. Elkins takes on Prescott. Uh, moving down the bracket, you have Baptist Prep and Prep and Gosnell, Dumas and Bergman, uh, Valley Springs and Central, uh, Osceola and Episcopal, uh, Drew Central plays Clinton, Mayflower and Ball Nah. But boys, you know Elkins, Elkins comes in second in 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 this Region One. Uh, Valley Springs beat them, but uh, you know you take a young man like Paxton Barnett. Mm. And, you know, just a tremendous 6'2", six 6'3", six can play, uh, you know, out front. Uh, you know, he, he shoots extremely well. Yep. Go up and dunk on you well. Great leaper. Um, you know, he, he's leading that bunch. And, of course, the, the, the head man there at Elkins, uh, Jared Porter, uh, you know, we all know him. We all love him because he's, he's from Farmtown <coughs> and, you know, had a good career here, went on to play college ball, and we're wishing them the best. That's another bracket that started today. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Rivercrest beats Jesseville, so that's. Did you just say that? I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, it's already rolling up there on that one. So, Arch, you got anything? I mean, you you know you know Paxton. You've seen him play. Hey, hey here's the deal, man. Elkins, Elkins, they had, they had a great week last week. You really? know, they they got beat in the finals. Um, you know, which, um, man, they've had a great season. Well, they have, and they, you know, they yeah. they beat Charleston twice. Yeah. You know, Charleston is actually hosting this. Yeah. And they're not in it. That's right. So, yeah, that's, yeah uh, they got upset in the first round of regionals. So, right. Um, so, hey, a lot of good games this week. Um, I, I hate it. I hate that tomorrow there, there's going to be some boys right over here at Farmington. There's going to be some girls right over here at Farmington that they put on the uniform for the last time. And you can't look at it. You know, it's like I told all my kids when they were playing. When you got, when we would walk in, and they're in that win or go home game, I said, I told every one of them, I told them the same thing. I said, win or lose this ball game, you you handle it with respect. You know, it takes a lot to get to where these kids are at right now. Um, you know, so at the end of the year, there's only one team that wins. But the quality of basketball you're going to see. This week is it's pretty good basketball, coach. It's a great time of the year, that, and you know the tournaments that are going on. There, there's great athletes playing in them. There's really good coaches that are coaching these, and uh, you know we wish them wish them all the best. And uh, and like you said, only one team's going to win it when it comes down to it. The following Friday and Saturday, and uh, you know it, it's 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 tough for a lot of them. And uh, you know it's it's I I know people hate to hear this, but boys, you engage success so many different ways. But a lot of times when you look back on, on, a, on a season, you know, it's all about the different things that happen within the season. And, and just being in the state tournament is huge for a lot of these folks. Uh, you're right. You're right. You know, it's a perfect example. Elk, Elkins boys, you know. Um, I'm sure that Elkins, them boys and them boys in the locker room and coach, they probably sat right there at the start of the year and said, you know what, we're going to be in the state tournament. We're, we're going to make it to the regional finals. We're going to be in the state tournament. Uh, but boys, man, that's a great season, coach. Yeah, it's a really good season. We're very happy for them and happy for all these, all these teams up here in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a break and then we'll uh, we'll come back and we'll probably have our guest of the night on. Uh, 
and uh, we'll we'll see uh, we'll see what kind of trouble we can get in, Coach. <laughs> Make sure to stay tuned to the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. Everyone knows that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, so if you're in need of a jump start to your day, swing on by Bradley's Donuts at 56 Yukon Way, Suite Number 6 in Farmington. Bradley's is open Monday through Thursday from 5 a.m. to 12 p.m. and Friday through Sunday from 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. At Bradley's, we have all that you can want from donuts, kolaches, breakfast sandwiches and burritos to coffee, smoothies, sodas, and much more. Swing on by Bradley's Donuts for your breakfast or midday snack needs and let them know that the Ox and Oz podcast sent you. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. All right, well, welcome everybody back to the Ox and Oz Show. Jeff Oxford, once again, Coach Randy Oz, Brian Dean. Coach, yes, sir. Brian Dean, I know that you have arranged a special guest for us tonight. That is true, Jeff. Who, Brian, who we got tonight, man? We have got the honor and privilege to speak with a young lady who is a uh, who participated in the state bowling uh, tournament for in 6A from Rogers Heritage, and she also doubles in or triples actually in cross country and in track for Rogers Heritage. Is McKinley Shield Knight, sophomore out of Rogers Heritage. All right, so Shield, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys? We are doing great. First off, congratulations on your team placing third state in bowling. Thank you. So, won't you tell us a little bit, bit about that? Where 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 was state at? Uh, just just recap your bowling season a little bit. Um, I did bowling last year. Um, and this year, this is my second year bowling. We got third at state last year as well. This last year is at. It was at Jonesboro. This year is at Fort Smith at Bowling World. State was. Okay. So. Um, I'm kind of a beginner at it, but my coach Juan Garcia, um, he he's a uh, music teacher at one of the middle schools near us. 
he's a really amazing coach, and he's literally taught all of us, which most of us are sophomores. Eight girls out of ten that were on the team this year were sophomores. Wow. And of those, two of them were complete beginners. Yeah. And at the beginning of the season, they were Kier Fiesler and Krista May. They were bowling about 60s and 50s. Now, Kira's high is like a 150-something, and Krista, her high is around a 120-something. Oh, that's so awesome. amazing. Yeah. That's very cool. Uh, yeah. McKinley, so, so in, in Jeff and Coach Osnes and I, we've actually – uh, took the opportunity to go out and watch a bowling match in which we, we learned a lot. We, we got to see Fayetteville and Gentry and uh, a couple other schools compete against each other uh, here, at, here in Fayetteville in which we, we got introduced to a lot of different aspects when it comes down to bowling such as um, the two different types of matches that you guys play where you have individual competition and then you have a baker's match and that sort of thing. So is state set up the same way, and what did that transpire look like? I mean, for for a bunch of beginners and, and what sounds like a team mostly made up of, of sophomores to come in third place in state back-to-back years has got to be an awesome, uh, awesome feat for you guys. Yeah. Um, we have – so the coach's daughter, um, Alana Garcia, she's been bowling about a, for about four years. Um, she's our top. She she bowls two hundreds. She's our top scorer. And ever when all of us came into the team, we had no idea. Like my first, like for trials, I bowled like a sixty in my in my freshman year. And the first week of practice, they showed us what a Baker game was, which basically it's five frames. Um, with five different players on each frame. Where, so say I was bowl, I would bowl number one, the first frame, and then I'd wait for each of my five teammates to bowl theirs, and then I'd go one more frame until the whole game was done. And bakers are crucial in a match. They can win or lose it. Like at State, if we would have bowled another 200 baker, we would have gotten runner-up, but we didn't and we lost by that 60 pins, which that kind of bummed us out. But we know we can get them next year because their team is mostly of seniors, and they're going to have to rebuild their team from the entire ground up. So we're excited for next year, definitely. McKinley, this is Coach Osnes, and I, I can tell just by talking to you and, and listening to your, your personality, you, you must be something else. You sound like you're really, really positive about what all's going on within your team. The one thing that when Brian was telling us about you earlier, that you're a bowler, you're in cross country, you're in track, I mean, tell us a little bit about your time management. I mean, when do you practice bowling? When do you go out and run cross country? And when, what events do you run in track? Um, time management is a bit difficult with all the aspects going on in my life. But I, it's easier to figure it out because, so, cross country is a fall sport, bowling is a winter sport, and track is a spring sport. There you go. In cross country, it's mostly 5Ks, which is 3.1 miles, so I'm a distance runner. We don't really do a lot of sprinting. So, in track, I do the 1600, so the mile, I do the 2 mile, I do the 4 by 8, and I do the 800, which is like half a mile. Well, I wish you could, I wish you could see Jeff Oxford right now because he's over here shaking his head. I, you know, I, I think he probably could jog a mile in, in about two weeks. 
So you, you've got a little bit on top of all three of us sitting Boy, here. Boy, let me tell you something. If somebody tells me, if somebody comes and tells me you're going to run 3.1 miles, they better find me an Uber. There's no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So so you say cross country is, is, a, is a fall sport. Bowling is a winter sport. And, and track is your sport that you run in the spring. What all events do you run during the spring? She just said that, Coach. I missed it because you were talking. You were I didn't laughing say about nothing that, the, the whole time. The whole she time. Said, I apologize. You're going to have to go ahead and repeat that for Coach One more time, that one more time on the track. We missed it. It's no problem, really. Uh, I run the two mile, the which two is mile. eight laps the track. Yeah. I run the one mile, which is four laps. And I run the four by eight, which is four girls each running eight two laps, which is half a mile. And then I just do the individual half mile. So the two mile, the one mile, the four by eight hundred relay, and the eight hundred meter. Yes, that's it. That's a lot of running right there, Coach. I couldn't do it. No, no, and we're just very fortunate that Brian called you and contacted you, and you know, and you're talking with us now on this podcast. What about some of your other teammates uh, on your cross country team? Oh, they're like my family. Um, mostly the girls' distance team and cross country, we're super close. Like, um, we had bracelets this year that said cross country's family. And every time before um, we run, we always call it up. We have a team cheer. We go one, two, three, family. We have, like, something to psych out the other team. Um, us girls, like, we have sleepovers before meets. And we're not really, really close with the sprinters on the track team. I mean, we're friends with them. But the distance girls, it's like, we're, like, so close to one another that it's like I have a bunch of sisters that are just super close to me. It's amazing. They're amazing at running. They are so uplifting. We not we might not be the best in cross-country or track, but we sure are super close, and we work our butts off every day. So on your cross-country team, the, the girls you ran with this year, are they sophomores, juniors, seniors, and, and who are some of those? Um, so... We have all our seniors that were in cross country, which some of them are Marie Board alone, Abigail Pappas, and Kathy Munoz. They didn't do track. They were focusing, like, on school and trying to get it. I know, I know Marie Board alone, she's a scholar. She's a, she's a scholar, like, student. She, like, her score, I think she got a 32 on her ACT, which is incredible. Yes. She's just amazing. Um, and the other ones we're working on trying to get ready for college. But we have one junior, and the rest of us are sophomores, and we have one freshman that got moved up. Wow. She's She's pretty – she's she, – we don't really, like, get to hang out with her anymore, but we, we love her like family. Yeah. She's in first hour track. They moved all the freshmen to first hour where all of the upperclassmen and sophomores are in seventh hour. Okay. Which is kind of sad. <laughs> but we still love her and see her in the halls. So, so big time track meet this past weekend. How, how did how did uh, you individually go uh, do in this past track meet? I, I, and then how did your team ended up doing? Um, it was kind of a low point for the girls because we all have we all have um, all of our like strengths and stuff. And all of the other teams have gone to a bunch of indoor state meets. Indoor is a lot different than outdoor track. Indoor, they pump oxygen into the building. 
your throat is basically like suffocated with oxygen, your throat hurts. It's a lot different than running outdoors, so we weren't really used to it, so we didn't do as well as we could have. The guys on our team did really well on the, on the distance part. They've gotten more scores than, than a lot of the other teams did in the distance. Gotcha. But I individually didn't do that well. I ran my first two-mile in track, in like in the indoor track, and it was very, very difficult, but I'm glad I did it. I'll be more prepared for next time. Very cool. So the, the state, yeah, no, the state indoor track this past weekend. What what were some of the events that you ran during that that track meet? Could you repeat that, please? In in the state indoor track meet that you ran this past weekend, what were the uh, the events that you ran in? I ran in the four by eight, and then they wanted to save me for the two miles since it's one of the most longest and difficult events. So I just did the four by eight and the two mile. Usually in a track meet, I usually do four by eight. The 800 and the mile. Yeah. The mile's more of my my tempo, but they wanted me to try the two mile. Well, so now you got you got outdoor track season getting ready to start. Uh, so when's when's y'all's first meet in outdoor track? I'm pretty sure it's next Thursday. Okay, so you don't get much time off from indoor to outdoor then. No sir. Yeah. But it's good to get geared up for it because it gets your adrenaline going. You get more in shape, and it it's just um, it's super fun, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, well, I want to congratulate you, Brian Dean. I know Brian talks very highly of you, and it sounds like you guys are going to have a very good bowling team for the next couple of years. And it sounds like your track, your cross-country team with your sophomores and, and your freshmen and whatnot, uh, that y'all are going to be... Uh, up in the in the mix of it for the next couple of years too. So I want to wish you luck, and uh, I pre- you, appreciate you appreciate you coming on the show, Brian Dean. You got anything else? No, McKinley. Th- thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your your evening and uh, joining us here. And uh, we'd like to wish you the best of luck as well. It's my pleasure. It's fun talking with y'all. Hey, thanks, McKinley. Appreciate you. Make sure to stay tuned to the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. Everyone knows that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, so if you're in need of a jump start to your day, swing on by Bradley's Donuts at 56 Yukon Way, Suite Number 6 in Farmington. Bradley's is open Monday through Thursday from 5 a.m. to 12 p.m. and Friday through Sunday from 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. At Bradley's, we have all that you can want from donuts, kolaches, breakfast sandwiches and burritos to coffee, smoothies, sodas, and much more. Swing on by Bradley's Donuts for your breakfast or midday snack needs and let them know that the Ox and Oz podcast sent you. 
you can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, The Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. Whenever you're ready, man. Coach, we're back. Hey, time for you to get serious. This, you know what? This is why, this is why I don't work at ESPN because I'm pretty sure that them clowns up there are just about the same as you guys. Y'all don't <laughs> take nothing serious. We want to talk about high school sports and you come in here for two hours. It takes us three hours to tape a 55-minute show because you guys won't be serious. Hey, Brian. No, we've been serious tonight. I thought we were. I mean, I mean, straight up, good to go, having a great time. Yep. I don't know. I don't know what his problem is. You know, we got to be straight up. got to be, hey, positive. Yeah. We're going to be positive tonight. <laughs> we're going to talk about that here in a minute. But first, before we get into that, into the controversial subject tonight, let's talk about something we, we've talked about in between breaks and so on. Uh, McKinley Shield Night, you know, talking with her, Great kid, great personality, great voice. How much fun would it be to have her at a track meet? And, and as a track meet's going on, or maybe when it's finishing up, maybe she's talking to somebody from a different school. Maybe she's talking to one of her teammates, and she records that and does a little mini interview about the track meet, about an event there at the track meet. She tells us where they're at, what's going on, who they're talking to. Maybe she talks to four or five of them. Right. And then they record that, and they, they shoot that to us on our email. And, and we share that within the podcast. And, and, and it could be a basketball game. Right. You know, let's say CrossFit and Pocahontas girls play tomorrow, you know. Uh, maybe somebody interviews one of their players after the game and they want to, sh- want to shoot that to us. We'd be more than happy uh, to put that on. In That's fact, pretty simple to do. When I played basketball, I interviewed several people during the game. Oh, yeah. Well, I we, talked we to them just, during, the talk during the game. I like, goes, like simple, the simple thing. There's, there's like, no what were you thinking? Yeah. Did you really think that was going to work? I can see you doing that. I, I could, too. Hey, you down there. Yeah. You're five foot one. I'm six foot nine. What are you thinking coming amongst the trees? Who? Which one? I, I don't know. You guys, you guys think this is a good idea? I think it's a great idea. I think it would be a lot of fun. I think yeah. it, I think. Kids could have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to talk to a few at school, and then hopefully everybody that's out there. I mean, Dale Leonard, they had a big win tonight. Yep. They did have a big win. And, and you know, Dale could maybe have some, one, of, one of his mountain home kids could yeah. interview maybe the point guard or maybe, you know, maybe if it's just two kids that are sitting on the sidelines. We, we would love to have their view of the game. Right. Tell us what you thought. Yeah, Tell right. us what happened during the game. Coach, yeah. you remember those uh, – no joking aside, remember remember when you was on team and you'd do stuff like that with your buddies? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You'd walk up and, you know, back then ESPN was just starting. Remember that? Oh, yeah. you walk up and you're like, 
hey, this is Randy Ogden from ESPN. I said, hey, when you turned the corner and you saw that big guy standing there, did you really think you could run over him? Now, that'd be good. That'd be great to have on here, of course. Now, I will tell you guys this. Whatever you send stuff, Brian Dean is going to edit it. So, I mean, it needs to be, it needs to be something that's appropriate for right. the podcast. Oh, this, that'd be awesome. I think it'd be a good time. I think everybody could have a good time. We'll have a lot of fun with it. You know, right after the introduction, maybe we could throw some stuff in there, and then maybe we get to, you know, the, the topic of the night or whatever it might be. Yeah. I think it'd be great. Have yeah. our own little yeah. segment of it. Yeah. So, we'll start putting that out there, and, and anybody out there that can do that, Ox, if you'll shoot the email address to us, hey, we'll get that rolling. Hey, Ox and Oz, all lowercase, oxandoz at gmail.com, O-X-A-N-D-O-Z at gmail.com. Was he scared me there? For <laughs> yeah. I mean, all of a sudden, we, we kind of paused. He hit the brakes. Yeah, he sure did. You I know, mean, the great thing about it was he was positive the whole time he was doing it. Yeah, absolutely was. You know, this, this, this whole podcast always goes better. When all three of us are coming in here and we're positive and happy about what's going on, I mean, I'll tell you this, and, I, and I've said it many times on on air on the podcast. This is this is one of the nights of the week that is a lot of fun to come in here and hang out with you guys, and it's a very positive experience. Have you ever played for a coach that you wondered if he had a positive bone in his or her body? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So let me ask you this: compare that coach to another coach that was extremely positive, which one did you play better for? Oh, without, without a doubt. And, and the, fir- the, fir- the first part, the first example that comes to mind is there was a stark difference between Danny Ford and Houston Nutt. I mean, it, it, you know, and, and there's no doubt about it. When Houston Nutt came, it came on the hill and he started talking, the fir- it, you know, the first words out of his, his mouth, in fact, he actually wrote it up on the, on the dry race board, was national champions. And the passion and the energy that he brought behind it and the way that his collectively, his coaching staff energized everybody through their words and slogans and all that that sort of thing, it didn't take long before you were ready to run through a brick wall for him. Um, and, and, you know, not to say anything negative about Danny Ford because I liked he, he as a coach as well, but – as country, you know, as country as he he was, there was some times that just kind of made some things dreadful. But then when that leaf turned over and it turned over to Houston Nut, I mean, my goodness, it was the best days of your life. What about you, Ox? I mean, I can't you, remember you what high the school, question college. was. I mean, man. yeah, that was a long, last long. I mean, what was the Dale question? There. So you you played for a lot of well, you played for college coaches, played for high school coaches, and you played for AAU coaches and so on. There were there were coaches that you played for. I, I'm sure that you felt like, hey, this guy's just a damn negative. It's it's really tough to deal with. And then you compare that to a coach that was positive, 85, 90 percent of the time. Did you play better for the one that was negative? Did you play better for the one that was positive? Coach, I played for three different college coaches. Um, you know, played for one that was a very disciplinary coach. Is his way or the highway. Um, he was a lot like the football coach that we played for growing up. You know, I had a lot of respect for that guy. Uh, the second coach I played uh, played for, you know, when, whenever they come in, the next coach come in, we wasn't for sure if we was going to have scholarships or not. You know, people think scholarships are four year, but they're, they're just one year every year. Yeah, right. You know, Angels. and so uh, you know that was the coach that that uh, one day in practice told me that his biggest two biggest regrets in life was. Uh, the day he asked his ex-wife to marry him, and 
the day that he offered me a scholarship. I still think that's hilarious. You know? <laughs> so, so naturally, that guy and I uh, didn't have the greatest relationships. Naturally, I agree. Uh, the coach that come in after him was was very energetic. Uh, you know, he come in, and and you know, there's something exciting about with a new coach because you start over, your slate's clean. Uh, you know, so now let me let me back up a little bit. The the, the the coach I played for a second, it wasn't all him. You know, some of that some of that was me too. Um, you know, I know I know I was stubborn, but uh, the the third coach I played for was extremely positive, and he would find he would find good things that you do, and he would he would he would build that stuff up, but he would never ever finish a sentence off with me. With, with something negative. He might get on to me about something, but he'd always finish it up. Says, hey, you know, that, that was a stupid foul right there. That's a great job on that blockout, man. You well, that's, that's the thing also. You know, we were talking about the difference between somebody that was completely, neg- completely positive. I, I think there's a good blend at times. I mean, I, I played for a coach that was, hey, he'd tell you straight up, hey, that wasn't very good. Didn't do a very good job on that right. and all that and so on. But he'd always come back with, hey, this is how you're going to do it next time. And that, to me, was being very positive. And he, he pointed out what I did wrong. And at times I knew, but I think he wanted to get it off his chest too. Hey, Parker, here's what we got to do. Right. So and you gotta you got to have that balance too because that, that's the way that you learn. No, there's no doubt. And everybody learns differently. Uh, but I will tell you this. I think some of the best coaches that I had, I knew, kind of like what you were talking about with, with Houston Nutt, I knew straight up. When Alan Holland was telling me something, it was it was to the point. It was true because he coached from his heart, you know. And, and you see people as a coach. I see people on a regular basis that I know are good coaches, and I see guys that are great coaches. Women that are great coaches because when I see them coach and I see them coach in practice, they coach from the heart. And you know, here's here's the thing: we can fool each other, but boys can't fool kids. Right. I mean, just can't do it. And, and I just, I don't know, we've been thinking about this the last few weeks. Positive, you know, uh, playing for positive people in, in the workplace, being around positive people on a regular basis. I don't know. It's just uh, just something that hit me. Man, I know you guys have a lot of insight to it. Coach, my third year, we, we, we uh, coach calls a timeout. We go to the bench, go to the bench where we're on timeouts, full timeout. And uh, he looks at me and says, says um, what? What are you seeing out there? When they catch the ball in the short corner, what are you seeing? And I said, uh, what do you mean, what am I seeing, Coach? And he goes, what what we practice? I said, sending baseline. It goes against everything you've ever always been taught. You never let a player go baseline. A player never beats you baseline. You always send them back to the middle of the floor where you got help. He says, you just got to trust it. You got to let him go baseline. If he catches it on the left side of the lane, make him go baseline. If he catches it on the right side of the lane, force him to the middle. So that's what we did. And after about two possessions, I understood why. Guy couldn't do nothing with his left hand. Right. And so you force him baseline, he don't have a shot coming from that side. You know, so sometimes... uh, Sometimes, as an athlete, it's kind of got to be your idea before it sinks in. You know, it's a little harder, but, uh, 
Man, I played for some great coaches. Played for great coaches in high school. I played for some great coaches in college. But, man, there's some out there that's, man, it's hard to deal with. And I understand that. And I think there's a lot of, I, I will tell you this, you're talking about being stubborn. Boys, you know, my mom always told me I'd pay for my raising. I guess I always pay, I'm paying for my coaching too at times. I mean, you know, I, I was stubborn. I, I, they talk about playing outside the envelope. I, it was going to be, hey, I can do this, I can do that, and so on and so on. And there were some folks that reeled me back in, and it was amazing at some of the ways they did it, and they did it in a positive manner, but they taught me lessons along the way. And maybe I didn't figure it out right then, but maybe it was a week, maybe it was two weeks, maybe it was two years, maybe it was 10 or 15 years. But it's just amazing that it's amazing how much you learn after you think you know it all. You talk – I promise you, boys, you, 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 you guys played – you talk to anybody that played – doesn't matter if it's basketball, baseball, football, whatever. At the next level, you ask them, after you've been in college for two years, would you like to go back and play one month at the high school level at what you finally accepted to be true and what you learned in two years in college? And how much fun would that be? Oh, because of all the things, like you're like we're all sitting here thinking right now, all the things that high school coach was telling you that you didn't learn in high school and it took you – 24 yeah. months in college to figure out, hey, that old boy, that old girl, they're pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just listen, right. if I would have just listened. Yeah, but, no uh, doubt about it. You know, very, very fortunate to play for some great coaches, good people, and, and be around good people. But the, there's something to be said for somebody that, that's got a lot of positive to, energy to them. Yep. Coach, anything else? Boys, it's been a great week, opening day in softball and baseball. We've got all this basketball going on this week with the state, state tournament, state championship games next week. Uh, had the opportunity to talk about a little track tonight. Yep. Uh, you know, it's uh, it was bowling with uh, McKinley, and, and she's like I said, I think it'd be a lot of fun to, to maybe give McKinley a call and say, hey, after we spoke tonight, here's an idea that we had, and let's run this by you, and maybe she could be, uh, you know, one of those reporters for us out there that we'd like to have about ten or twelve of each week. Yeah, field reporter. It'd be awesome. Yep. It'd be really yeah, awesome. Hey, here's Brian Dean. Yep. Tell us about the people make us. Possible, man. man. Man, we got some good ones. Simple Simon, uh, Simple Simon's Pizza here in Farmington. Aaron Hill and the boys, they put on a great buffet every day of the week. They put on a dinner buffet on Tuesday nights. Uh, go over there and see them. Get your belly full. Tell them the Ox and Oz podcast sent you. Uh, Bradley's Donuts, you can get filled up on some donuts. Uh, breakfast burritos, sandwiches, smoothies in the Kalachis. morning. Kalachis. Kalachis. Oh, yeah. Hey, I know. I said this last week. You're going to be surprised, but... Because you never tell it by looking at me. But this morning, I had two donuts and a hot ham cheese croissant from, from Bradley Donuts. Okay. Body by donut, and, boys. And here's, here's the deal, Coach. I ate it all. Wish I had another donut. Oh, there's no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Took my granddaughter there a couple weeks myself, ago. I myself, Coach. Hey, we had to have a clutch. There's no doubt they make them great. They, they, that they do. So go over and see uh, Bradley's Donuts and tell uh, Ms. Julie and company that the Ox and Oz podcast sent you. And then uh, Ozark Sportsman Supply, Ozark Outpost, uh, Ashley Archer and company, go out and see them for all your hunting, fishing, outdoor needs, clothing, that sort of thing, and tell them that we sent you as well. Uh, I, tell you, I tell you, something else will be fun that we, we're sitting here, we're talking about all kinds of good ideas tonight. All these folks that are sponsoring us, it would be nice to have them on. You know, maybe yeah. maybe get Aaron on. Hey, Aaron, tell us about what you did in high school. What were some of your memories in sports and so on? And then let's talk about their business a little bit also. It would be a great time. Ashley Archer, 
You know, she played softball for me. She probably got nightmares. Oh, <laughs> she, she probably she don't want to relive any of her high she, school days. Those hey, folks she's got outdoor. some stories about uh, her lives, yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah, you know, you know what else would be fun while we're at, while we're sitting here talking about this? What if we took the show on the road and did a show from those places? From like one of the uh, one of the sponsors? From like Simple Simons on on, on like a Monday night. Just set up in the corner and just. Just did a show from there. Yeah, it'd be fine. I'd be fine we couldn't that. do it. There's no way we can sit for two hours in a place that has all We'd that pizza eat, sitting there. <laughs> We'd have to eat. There ain't no way. You and let me say this. If, if, we, if we did oh, this at the donut, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then they have shooting ranges over there at Outdoor. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, that's true. That now, would we, be yeah, we can do it there now. Yeah, we could take, we could take <laughs> pizza, donuts, and go to Outdoor and, and you know, work yep. out shots, yeah. yeah hey, one, uh, one other thing that we did forget, y'all know what kicks off this week? I guess I'm out. Uh, silence. Goodness gracious. Do y'all keep up with anything? Yeah, soccer. Soccer starts up this week. Far, uh, Farmington's I first soccer. You, I didn't know you wanted me to answer that, but soccer starts up. It was I kind of, yeah, up yeah, you guys. Usually when somebody asks a question, somebody responds. Coach File, Coach Mayhead at Farmington. I mean, I've been doing – hey, my man Victor – Victor Pacheco, he's uh, he's the manager for Farmington Softball. I get to sit with him each day. He's pumped about soccer. He's your season. manager? He is the soccer uh, manager. That wasn't what you said. Yeah, what you said. you said. said for no. Farmington Softball. No, Farmington Soccer. <laughs> soccer. That wasn't what you said, Coach. Well, hey, it's late, boys. It, it has been it's fun. Been, it's way past my bedtime. It has been fun having Victor out there. and uh, Man, picking his knowledge. I did stump him, though. I asked him. About you know how you said he he knows you you can drill him any high school and he'll tell you the mascot the, the mascot yeah. for it yeah stumped him which school deer antlers <laughs> he 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 got stumped huh. he was like well do I have to talk to him about I this? Don't know, yeah he and I were talking about CrossFit yesterday he didn't know we had to look cross it up oh so, yeah oh yeah. but well. yeah I mean Farmington soccer starts up this weekend. The girls travel over to Prairie Grove and play in a tournament, and then the boys kick off. Uh, boys and girls travel then to uh, Alma on the 12th. When's the home game? As well. First home game is March 17th against huh. none other uh-huh. than Prairie Grove. I got, I'm trying to get a team together to play because people that I like thought were friends, they too lazy. Coach Osnes, he, he ain't going to play. He ain't going to play. Soccer. There's too much running to that. I, I've seen them practice. I've seen them play. I watch it on TV. That's, hey, God bless them. Great athletes. Coach. Very well conditioned. Unlike, I've always wanted to get a red Jeff card, Archer. though. I've always wanted to get a red card, Coach. Well, no, I don't think it would be very hard for you to do. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say within 30 seconds of, well, do they just throw the ball out? Is that what they do in soccer? No, Coach. Do they not? What do they do in soccer? How, how do you start the game in soccer? One team gets well, the kick. Hey, I'm, asking, I'm asking Brian. This guy over here on the side. It's, he's, it's, he's it's over. a kickoff. They, they it's put a kickoff. The ball, yeah, they put the ball right in the center of the field on the 50-yard line. And then line. you sprint from like 20 yards away to go get it. It's not like dodgeball, Coach. No, no what yeah. do you do? You, I'm trying to learn here. You possess the ball with your teammates. You There's possess ten. One team, the ball. it's just like. We the, flip the coin and see who gets it first? Yep. Do you really? Yeah. I should sure not do. know that. Flip a coin. You were trying to tell, tell, tell me that across the room. Do it, in, in, in a situation like a tournament, you flip the coins. Well, I started who gets something it. right here, didn't I? Here but, then, but then the the home team normally get it gives. It gives do you the switch? Ball in the do you switch ends at you halftime? At halftime. At halftime. Do you Two know? words for you, coach. Go to a game. Google it. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> 
Google it. I am just getting some answers out here for folks on the air that don't know. Yep. Should be a great time, though. Obviously, some people in this room does not have Google or YouTube. <laughs> I've got a laptop in front of me. We're as, having a good time. As my friend Shaquille O'Neal says, night. Google me. Google me. Yeah. Boys, good times. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, everybody have a everybody have a great week. Good luck to all the folks playing in the state tournaments this week. Uh, hope everybody has a great week, and we will see you next week. Right, Coach? Sounds great, buddy. All right. We'll see you all.